We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So I've got the Bucks as the one seed, and they do have a very easy schedule somehow because it's Tom yeah, Brady. They, they somehow managed to get literally. I tweeted this out like as I was going through my predictions, and like, and I think I disagreed with you, but I think I looked at stats, and I'm like, oh, they do have like the second easiest schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's like their schedule is like so unbelievably easy. Brady sold his soul to the same devil as <laughs> Nick Saban. Like, it's ridiculous how how many breaks they catch. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by the two greatest co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spawnauer and Theo Ash. How are you guys today? Good, good, awesome. <laughs> why, was, why did you like pause? Why did well, because we didn't know we didn't know who was going to say hello first. I was trying to be. Polite. You know what? That's Theo a good point. I, I, you know what? I've always thought like, why do they not like respond right away? But that's a good point. I always both ask both of you at the same time how you're doing instead of being like, Matt, how you doing? Theo, how you doing? So I'm going to make an age before beauty joke, but I'm older than Matt, so I can't. <laughs> <clears throat> Matt is the youngest on the podcast. That is true. By I a pretty know. wide margin, too. Like, it's not... It's like eight months or something. It's not yeah, that. Yeah, it's like it's it's no. pretty it's a pretty big gap. It's not even doing. It's like five. What are we talking about? It's like it's still like it's almost half. You're a both year. twenty. It's not a big gap. <laughs> I'll be twenty one first, man. It's like I I don't even like have a reason to be twenty one, and like I'm gonna be twenty one first. So we get into today, Blake. <laughs> Uh, but we're, we have a pretty big episode. Like this is going to be a pretty massive episode. We're going to talk a little bit about college football. We're going to talk a little bit about the you know, the NFL season opener, Thursday night game, uh, Dallas Bucks. That should be a great one. And then the meat and potatoes of this episode, we're going to do our pl- entire playoff predictions. Um, so it, it, it's a jam-packed episode for sure. But as always, make sure you guys leave a review, like, subscribe, comment. As always, you know, on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, keep this podcast going on all platforms. And if you haven't yet, make sure you follow at Stay Hot Pod on TikTok for some great content there as well. Like I mentioned earlier, this is a predictions episode. That's really what this comes down to. Um, you know, playoff picture, that kind of stuff. Now, before we get into all the predictions and stuff, we're going to start things off with a voicemail of the day. The Stay Hotline is now brought to you by Mint Mobile. And I don't think it's an understatement to say that we are pumped, right? Our first official sponsor on Stay Hot. 
but uh, let's let's hit the voicemail. Hello, uh, my name's Ethan. Uh, I'm from Arkansas, and individually, throughout the group, who do you think has the best takes and then also the worst oh. takes? Oh. I might have both. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was going to say that, like, I like unironically, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's not even that you will have the best and worst. It's that you have so many that it's just bound. That you're going to have some that work out really well and some that don't work out really. This has got to be the most cop out answer. You got to work one person. OK, free. the worst take I've heard from any of us has come from Bladen. I'm gonna yeah. be real with you. I, I, I understand. I think Bladen I think you got both of us beat for worst takes. The, the Bladen said a take in Vegas that was so wait, horrific. Wait, wait, wait. We're not talking about the Saints. It. We're not talking about the Saints. No, we're take? not talking about the Saints. We're talking about a take worse than that. And I don't even know if say? I should it. The what Tom Brady prospect take is. Oh, dude, oh my gosh, bro! That's, an that's awful take. Yeah. No. No. Bladen said. Okay, you should I say it because this is a really bad that Tom Brady was actually five. a good prospect. No, 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 it was that, that it was that, him. It was that Tom Brady was like a top said, five quarterback prospect of all time. Oh, <laughs> Tom Brady is a top five quarterback prospect ever. Every team missed on him, and he was one of the best prospects to ever come out in the sixth round. And he got drafted in the sixth round, but he was really it was clear that he was going to be the greatest from his college film. I don't know if I would say it was clear he was going to be the greatest, but it should have been clear that he was going to be really good. I think what happens with you, Bladen, is that you'll get on the right track about something <laughs> and then you'll take it to the most ridiculous <laughs> extreme. Like, oh, the Saints are going to be worse next year because they have salary cap problems. They're not going to win a game. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or like, or like the Browns, like the Browns are going to be good this year, and so I say they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Browns I mean that's not even a, a that's take, not even a bad take. Insane. Like that that take is not crazy. The the Tom Brady one is one of the crazy. No disrespect, but that one was a little. I bit I did out take there. it back. He is not a top five prospect of all time. <laughs> all right, you forgot to mention that part where I where like we we hashed it out, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like probably not a top five quarterback. I don't remember that happening to be. No, that definitely honest. did. That definitely did happen. That definitely did happen. Um, but I don't know. I, th Theo, I you, think I, the best I do takes. Think I think I think you probably take the cake there. I don't know. Matt has. I don't know. Well, it depends. This year we'll go if if Burrow is bad and Tua is bad and Zach Wilson is bad and Mac Jones is bad. Like then I got to. <laughs> if take Mac Jones team. is bad, I'm but gonna look I so good. I feel good. like a lot of it remains to be seen with me. Like if all those takes end up being bad then i will wear the crown of worst takes but i don't think we're we're in that th that proven zone yet um you know i did have some good takes though like i, th I said washington would make the playoffs after week one i said trey hendrickson was the most underrated player in the league like i i've hit on some pretty obscure takes matt though matt might have the lowest miss rate but I feel like that's because Matt's takes are Matt, a little bit Matt is very more mundane. I, I get low this risk. shit all the time, and you guys have started convincing people it's true. No, it's not. I've had some very strong takes. I had the Suns before anybody had them picked for a really long time. I picked the Hawks. I was. I picked yeah. the Hawks. You did do that. So I've. I, I feel like my my takes are not all that bad. I have some good basketball takes. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm not saying. That. I'm saying that your takes are are probably the best right now. But I feel like if I hit on all of mine, it'll be me. What I would be scared about if I was you, Theo, is people remember analysts for their worst takes, not their best ones. Nobody cares if you're right. All you got to do. I is still. Be wrong I get DMs all the time about the Saints. Dude, I mean, that one might be valid, but like, <laughs> if if you talk about every quarterback every year, eventually you're going to be super, super wrong on a guy. Yeah, That's why, know. you know, every single draft analyst is hated because it's like, well, if you do it for a decade. So, yeah, I know. That's totally I know. fair. But that was the stay hotline presented by our friends at Mint Mobile. And uh, now we've all we've all made the switch to Mint Mobile. And I, I, I was trying to think of a way to, like, make it a stay hot pun. But the only thing I can come up with is that it's fire. Which is That's the opposite of, of Mint's. Yeah, but you know, like, there was no, 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 no. There was a time when we were in Vegas doing the episode where I made a joke and Theo had to go wah, wah, wah. But then Bladen does that and there's no response to it. <laughs> that was a garbage pun. Listen, if man, I get called out, you get called out, Bladen. 
Listen, man. Was it like, fire? Blade, this is the blatant <laughs> hate episode so far. I don't know. The point is we all love Mint Mobile here. The we do. Is we all love Mint Mobile. Mint, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text along with high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash stay hot. That's mintmobile.com slash stay hot. Once again, cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash stay hot. Matt, you wanted to talk about college football. I did. And we watched a pretty good game last night. I didn't want to talk about the game last night. I mean, what Mackenzie Milton played and he was like not supposed to play ever again. What happened on a Saturday around three thirty? Matt, we're not talking Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, you know, Matt, <laughs> I watched the Alabama Miami game and I can say that Miami did not look as good as I thought they would. <laughs> <laughs> all, look, all I'm saying is Cincinnati looks legit. They look like a top 10 team or how a top 10 team is supposed to look against uh, a lesser opponent, a Mac team. Uh, and my Ritter Heisman take is only, is only aging. Well, at least one week through the season. <laughs> so, so is my Chris Olave Heisman. So is my Chris Olave Heisman take. I'm, um, I'm wondering if, if some of the other big Heisman candidates though, did take kind of a big hit this opening weekend, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Obviously it's like a long season, but, uh, you know, DJ, what is his last name? It's killing me. I have no idea. Uh, Clemson's quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally slipping me. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I apologize, but like Spencer Rattler had, uh, he didn't have a rough game, but there's definitely some questions about Rattler Rattler got away with one interception that probably should have cost them the game. Like Tulane, I thought was going to win, and Rattler threw a pick, and it got called back for pass interference, which really should have been pass interference on the receiver. He just like pushed down the DB. Yeah, I, DJ Wianga Lale is. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Good job. You know he, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's necessarily all his fault. The offensive line obviously had their struggles or whatnot, uh, and Georgia's defense just played like crazy, but. You still got to figure you only get a handful of big games. And if you can't put up big numbers and get wins in those, it's just tough to win Heisman, uh, especially Sam with Howell. Clemson, like the yeah. way that they, their schedule looks the rest of the way easy. So when the Heisman narrative starts, you're going to be like, how can you give it to the guy who is bad and is only tough? Yeah. Get, like not even just bad, but like really couldn't get anything moving at all. So, well, I mean, I, I guess outside of the Heisman storylines though, uh, Alabama looks way, way better than everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think Ohio State might, I, I don't want to be biased and say like Ohio State is, is okay, but I watched them. I didn't feel very, very good about them. Their defense looked really, really rough. Um, and Stroud was spotty. And made, the receivers are so plays. great that it doesn't matter, but I don't know. Um, Georgia yeah. looked good, but their offense wasn't, didn't do right. anything. Uh, and I, I think Clemson will still end up making the playoffs because, and this is why I hate the 14 playoff. This game didn't really kill them all that much. All they have to do is beat some ACC teams and they're cool. <laughs> um, hey, they still got to play Florida, Florida state hey, though. Texas, Texas is back. Uh, Hudson card. Uh, is it their running back? Is it, uh, how about that? that they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Yes, sir. Go Texas. I'm a big Texas fan. Uh, they definitely didn't ruin college football, like Matt said. They're they're gonna fix it. Come on. No. Anyway. Yes. Good, good good weekend of college football though. Wisconsin. I I'm like a secondary Wisconsin fan. That was a fun game. I liked that they let their quarterback Jack Cohen go for Mertz, and then Mertz just absolutely sucked. And then Cohen looked awesome for Notre Dame. Um, Wisconsin could honestly be a playoff team if they made the right quarterback choice, but they didn't, and they lost, and now they're not going to make it. So, unfortunate. Honestly, the most exciting thing for me was watching Mackenzie Milton play. Like, that like that was the highlight of the weekend for me. I can't lie. 
I think, yeah. I mean, it's just so cool when a guy's able to come back from an injury like that. And he looked pretty good. That's what I'm saying. And he, um, he came back and he looked pretty good. He made some costly plays near the end. Um, he did, yeah. He did have that one fumble. But overall, he was good. I thought that... Um, I thought the Florida State looked a lot better than they have in the past. There were some years, last couple of years, where Florida State has looked terrible. A joke. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, looked, no they put up a very good fight. They very easily could have won that game. I can't remember his name either. That safety for Notre Dame. Yes. That guy looks nuts. Yeah. J- no. New JOK just dropped. P- PFF Dude, he- talked about him two weeks ago, and I remember I was... They were, they were like, oh, no, this is like, he's like their number four overall prospect. That second pick him. where he started on the right hash and then made the pick on the left sideline was absolutely stupid, ridiculous. And like he passed, like he just made a beeline right there. And like yeah. a normal safety would not have done that. Like mm-hmm. he knew no. he, he like just knew it. So you can't covered that so much. It's range. insane. Yeah, no. So that was one of the more impressive plays of the weekend, most likely. Also, one of the more impressive plays of the weekend, Carson Strong for Nevada had a pass where he was on the right hash oh. and he threw a pass in the, I think it went 50 yards downfield, not even counting I, I where, exactly how it went what throw you're talking diagonally. About, you know. He was on the right hash, threw it, and led his receiver who was streaking down the left sideline. So that pass, I don't know how far it went in the air, but I mean, Carson Strong looked. Strong. No, he, it, it, he, he made multiple really impressive throws. Yes. So maybe Carson Strong, you know, QB one this year. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah. Knows? So I think Georgia looks solid versus Clemson, but their offense is worrisome. Alabama looks dominant. Some other interesting stuff. But it was a really good first week of college football. Yeah. Should it wasn't ruined now that players can uh, sign autographs like some worried <laughs> college football would collapse into dust now that I can meet Jaden Daniels at a pizza party and he can sell his JD5 pizza. I, I should talk about that. The Arizona State quarterback, Jaden Daniels, he was having a pizza event and me and my friends were like, oh, we'll go to the Jaden Daniels pizza event. And he was selling his JD5 pizza, like the McDonald's meal, but it was at some pizza place in, in Tempe. That's, that's actually kind of cool. And we, and we show up there and... Um, He's just sitting there. Like we show up at the end, there was no line to go see him, and it was super. It, it was more awkward just to go up and talk to him. And I asked him what was on the JD Five Pizza because I didn't even know. And he told me it was a surprise. I'm like, you don't even know what's on it to you. And he's like, yeah, I do know, I do know, um, but he wouldn't tell me. It was like mushrooms and sausage and pepperoni. It was good. It was a good. It was pizza. a good pizza. It was a good pizza. So right. good for him. Anyway, Pac-12 looks pretty weak, but that's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. But I think it's time we hop into the. Uh, the NFL opener with Thursday Night Football. Now, I guess the big storyline, or I guess the two big storylines here are, A, Dak is back, and we're going to see if, you know, he's going to be able to pick up where he left off, and then B, if the Bucks are going to be able to pick up where they left off, just winning the Super Bowl. I, this is probably about as good of an op, you know, season opener as you could get. It's a pretty good one. Zach Martin is is out with COVID. That's, That's big. Not good. That's very nice. big considering the Bucks defensive line. Like I feel yep. that that might be very. That's might be one that the Bucks can't or the Cowboys can't overcome. That's huge. Yeah, especially yeah. Like Zach Martin is arguably the league's best, you know, garden. So it's it's gonna it's gonna be best. He's arguably the best lineman, point blank. Period. Yeah. 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 No, that's gonna be hard to overcome. I don't know. I feel like their offense is still like really just so deep with weapons. But I could say the same thing about the Buccaneers offense. I really don't trust the Cowboys defense to stop them from doing much. So I think it'll just come down to can Tampa Bay make a couple big plays on defense and slow, you know, get a couple possessions to go their way defensively. And then if they can, uh, we're going to see maybe some more of that uh, like fourth quarter garbage time, what people will call it. Uh, stuff where it ends up like being a super high scoring game, but it wasn't super, super close. I feel like I have bucks by 10 and a shootout. I think that that's a pretty good bet. I would say, I'd say the, I am super high on the bucks. I think they're ridiculously stacked. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say that I think 
that the Bucks secondary is their weakest link. You obviously remember when Tyree Kill went for 200 and a quarter against them. That can be exploited. Yep. All right. Their secondary can be exploited. And Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup are the guys to do it. And Dak. So I do think that if anyone can beat the Cowboys, it's someone with a really deep receiver group who can really put up yards on that secondary. Mm-hmm. But with Zach Martin out now, like it's like, I don't know. I don't like it. I, just, I feel like that, I front, that front seven's so tough. Like I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. I don't think this is an unwinnable game for the Cowboys, but they need that offensive line to play a perfect game because yeah. Uh, you really only need a couple sacks, and this is Dak's first real game off a big injury. I feel like that kind of yeah. sucks, especially with no Martin. Um, so yeah, I, 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 like I said, I have the Bucks, but I don't think the Cowboys would be an unreasonable pick. There, I, I think- I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Bucks too. I don't know, you know, what the score will be. I don't like picking scores. I think it's like just an added complication. I, yeah, it's just like it's it's mostly arbitrary. You know, you can kind of say, oh, it'll be high scoring, it'll be low scoring, you know, based on offenses, you know, offensive power, defensive power, whatever. But I don't know. I'll take the Bucks. you know, maybe, you know, just for the sake of it, I'll say Bucks by Bucks by four. I will agree with you, Matt, but I can't say the exact same thing. I'll say Bucks by 11. <laughs> but I agree with the general, uh, the general sentiment. I think we're, I feel like we're it's going to come down to like a Hail Mary. Dak's going to have to like convert a Hail Mary and you know, maybe it doesn't quite work out. Maybe it does. Maybe the Cowboys win. I think Dak will look good though. No matter what happens though, I don't anticipate Dak coming back and looking bad. I, I, oh, I no, think no, that no, he no. really will, unless it's just like, he looks like Mahomes did in the Super Bowl and the offensive line just gets torched. But, but even I, then it wouldn't be Dak looking bad. It would just be like, nothing is possibly working for him. Martin Again, this being was, out is a big deal. But I don't think that offensive line is as bad as the Chiefs was in the Super Bowl missing. No, not, not nowhere near it. I think Dak looks pretty good as well. Yes. All right. So I think that uh, kind of leads us in to the chunk, the biggest chunk of this episode, which is our full final playoff predictions for this NFL season. Basically, the way this is going to work is each of us are going to give our seeds for each conference. Then we're going to state our winners of the playoff matchups based on those seeds. And then we're going to finish it off, of course, with the Super Bowl game and the Super Bowl champions. So let's start with the NFC. Start with you, Matt. Who Mm -hmm. are your wildcard teams? Six, you know, or seven, six, and five. At five, I have the Seahawks. I've said that I doubt them a little bit because I feel like defensively that roster is me but um russell wilson plus really good weapons uh has been a pretty solid formula in the past and i don't think that changes now i don't have him winning the division but i have him close with the sixth seed i have the vikings uh i think that roster looks really talented um i think last year was kind of a down year for him i think they'll bounce back somewhat uh and then at the seventh seed i wanted to pick a couple upsets right I have Washington football team making it back in okay. the playoffs again. Uh, I, I think our big criticism of them on here is like, it's tough to have a great defense, like the best defense in back-to-back years. And I get that. But that defense really didn't, they still have a ridiculous defensive line. They added a linebacker that we love. Um, their quarterback situation literally could only get better. I think Curtis Samuel is a huge add. Um, I don't I know Curtis- if I would say their quarterback situation couldn't. That's that my biggest criticism of Washington is their quarterback situation. I'm saying like it only could get better from last year. Yeah, it, that, that's what. And I'm he's saying. right about that. I suppose Alex Smith Alex, was a nice story. Yeah, Alex Smith he was, was kind of a nightmare. the worst starting quarterback in the most limited. I couldn't push the ball down the field. It was like, it was very tough to watch. Now he is awesome like, for coming. No back. disrespect to Alex Smith, but, but like let's he didn't, be real he here. didn't he even was, like drop back normally he he just <laughs> he didn't move the same way that he had before um and even if you don't trust Fitzpatrick uh I, I I think that he'll be he'll be an upgrade I really believe Curtis Samuel uh his his separation is crazy he's a crazy deep threat uh get some of the attention off McLaurin and they've got Logan Thomas too that's kind of a solid that's kind of they've got some solid weapons too uh and their schedule they've got they don't have the hardest schedule in the world I look at uh, the teams they have to play, and they've got some tough ones. You know, Cowboys are going to be tough. Uh, they play the Bucks, I believe, but um, yeah. they have a lot of winnable games. 
So I think a seven seed, very possible for them. Yeah, it's definitely. And I'm a big Ron, not, uh, Ron Rivera yeah. believer, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got to back my guy. Big, big Ron Rivera guy. Anytime a team is like part Panther, Matt's like, that's my guy. A little bit, but I, I genuinely do think that Ron Rivera is just the right coach for the Washington football team. Um, and I think he has built that team in a way that uh, fits what he wants to do very, very well with that defensive line and Jamin Davis coming in there. I like it. That's totally fair. Theo? Uh, for my playoff teams, at the five seed, I got the Vikings. I think it'll be a dogfight for the NFC North. Um, there's just so much talent on that team. The upgrades that they made on the defensive line with Hunter, Pierce, Tomlinson, and Sheldon Richardson all getting added, it's, it's an unmeasurable like improvement on the defensive right. line. Anthony Barr should be coming back, but I assume he'll be in and out of the lineup like he always is. You know, Jefferson and Thielen are still, you know, an elite wide receiver duo. And then you've got Dalvin, Kirk Cousins. My one concern is the offensive line. It is not good. Mm -hmm. It's never been good when, especially pass blocking at run blocking. They're okay. Pass blocking. They're not all right. And when you get in these third and long situations and when you get, when you're trailing and you need to throw the ball in the second half, can the offensive line not just get pushed back into Cousins immediately? So that's my one concern with them is that a pass blocking offensive line. But that has kind of always been the case with this Vikings team. And they've been able to put yeah. forward good offenses because of even despite that. Um, right. Will it prevent them from going? I think it'll prevent them from going on a Super Bowl run. But in the regular season, I still think they can pile up some wins. So I got them as the five seed. At the six seed, I got the Rams. Um, mm hmm. I got the Rams. I think, you know, obviously on the defense, you've still got uh, Ramsey and Donald. So that's good. Darius. Uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? They've got a really good number two corner, Darius. I'm forgetting the name. Uh, we're blinking on names today. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Bad news. Uh, it's early in the morning. Um, but <laughs> anyway, and then I think Stafford getting is such an upgrade over Goff. They made it the playoffs is. last year and upgraded quarterback. Darius Williams. That's right. Yes. Anyway. They made the playoffs last year, upgraded the quarterback situation. I think they did lose a lot of talent on defense. I don't think it'll be quite as dominant as it was last year, but I still think they'll be the sixth seed. And then at my seventh seed, I got another NFC West team, and that's the 49ers. Um, that was my I, first team out. Yeah, and the 49ers are a team I've been critical of in the past, but I don't know. I, I do, I'm a big Lance believer, and I think that he'll see some starts, and that'll add a lot to their offense. Um, I'm kind of banking on that to happen. I think the rushing game will be really strong. Ayuk and Tebow will be, mm -hmm. you know, back, you know, picking up Yak. And I think it'll just be a buzzsaw, the offense. And on defense, I don't think it'll be quite as good as, as it was in 2019. But I still think with Nick Bosa coming back, um, the cornerback room had a nice uh, training camp in preseason. They just added... Um they just added Josh Norman. Yes, they did. Just I add like Josh addition. Norman. Yeah, like exactly. They needed some. They needed some guys in that cornerback room. I think that it'll be good enough to to have kind of a league average mm -hmm. um, defense and a slightly above average offense. And I think that's good enough to make the seven seed. So, Vikings, Rams, 49ers. I'm I had I had 49ers as a top seven team, and the only reason I left them out is one because I didn't want to. I kind of, I didn't want to pick, you know, the most basic teams. I got to pick some upsets, but uh, their schedule is also really hard. I think that's yeah. a big challenge for them. Uh, NFC yeah. West is crazy. I had, I had the 49ers as a nine, as the ninth team in, in the NFC. And they're not a bad, it's just like, it's such a hard division. It really is. Well, you see, cause you're, you're big on, uh, you're real big on Kyler Murray. So yeah, you got to. I'm, yeah, I'm up big. I'm up big on the Cardinals right now. So I gotta. I, I would. I was up on them like even before I was making like Kyler MVP MVP talks. So like, yeah. I mean, I just. I just don't have the 49ers making the playoffs. I'll say that. But my five seed is also the Seahawks. Matthew. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Russell Wilson's obviously phenomenal. Um, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett are awesome. You know, one of my favorite receiver duos in the league. Um, I, th I think, yeah, the biggest problem is probably going to be that defense, but, you know, their offense is so, so out of this world, high powered with, you know, just Russ, DK and Lockett alone and not to mention Chris Carson's obviously really good. So, you know, I think they're good enough definitely to make the five seed. The six seed, I have Arizona. Um, I know I'm like really big on them and I, I'm not going to predict them to be like 15 and two and win the NFC and do all that. Um, I just think that, like, in a best-case scenario, Kyler, you know, could lead them to that. Uh, so, But I, I have them as the sixth seed. Um, I do think they're a really good team, though. And then the seventh seed, I have Minnesota. 
Um, I, I do think Minnesota is going to make a push for the NFC North. You know, I think Theo put it best. It is going to kind of be a dog fight. Um, I have them at 11 and six and I have the Packers at 12 and five. So I think it'll, you know, kind of come down to one game and mm-hmm. I, I don't think Minnesota is going to be able to win it. Um, you know, their O-line isn't quite, I think Theo kind of just hit on everything about Minnesota. Their O-line isn't quite good enough to kind of go toe-to-toe with the best teams, but you know, they still have a ton of talent offensively. Is Darisaw starting week one? I don't know. I would guess no. Even even if he is, even if he is, that's not enough to drastically improve your entire offensive line. No, I was just wondering about it. It's like no, I think he's doing some one on work, one on one work with Zimmer because he didn't see like any reps anywhere in training camp. It's a really bad start for his career, and their backup tackle is really bad. Like, you know, Trey Hendrickson has an opportunity to really wreak some havoc on uh, on them <laughs> for week <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Yeah, so those those are my those are my five through seven. So next, the division winners who aren't the number one seed. Let's just do all the division winners because people will do, be able to figure it out. Yeah, because people will be able to figure. You can process of elimination figure out the last one for us. Okay, okay. Let's let's do fourth like four three two one. Don't give gotcha. away the one seed right away. My yeah. fourth seed, I have the Cowboys. I agree that their offense if they can stay healthy is going to be nuts and that's going to make them the best team in a conference that not super, super tough all around, but I'm not quite as high on them as maybe you are Theo. It's easy to forget how rough that defense was last year. It was bad and things, things were tough for them. Um, I'll still bet on Dak Prescott and those receivers. And if that offensive line stays healthy, I, I think that's so crazy, crazy good or whatever. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I can't see him. People I guess not bashing, that I can't see him. People, but I, people were bashing on Theo and I. For understandably the so, dude. Good. The Cowboys are one of those teams that always burns you. And I know that. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I've got him as a four seed. It's not that I don't believe in the, the roster on offense. It's just that I got to take the on-paper stuff. With last year, I picked – last Dallas. year, my Super Bowl prediction was Cowboys-Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I had the Cowboys going far last year too. I thought that offense looked insane, and, uh, but it uh, did not work out. Like yeah, that. it did not work out at all. At three, I've got the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford um, completely changes life for that offense. Just totally different team. Um, I, I really think that McVay is going to. It just gives him so many more options. And I know they lost some pieces on defense, but Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey just seems like it's going to be a good defense. So I, I I have some faith in them Two seed. I've got the Packers. They're running it back and they were really good last year. Um, I, I, I see them being about as good as they were honestly. And then at the one seed, I have the Buccaneers. That roster is the most stacked in the league by a lot, even with maybe we're just saying a, like an average secondary, the defensive, the front seven is too good. It's too good. It's so stacked. Um, and then having Brady and having, all those weapons and a, like a perfect offensive line is just dumb. So it's <laughs> tough for me to pick anything other than them as the one seed. Yeah. Um, my list is not all that different at the four seed for me. I have the Packers and this is not because I don't think the Packers aren't stacked. They are. It's just the Packers schedule is so ridiculously difficult. Like after week six, it goes Washington, Arizona, Kansas city, Seattle, Minnesota, the Rams, the Bears, the Ravens, the Browns, the Vikings again, and the Lions. How good so is like, that? It's like every team except for like one, maybe two are playing. And that's an, and in the first half, they've got teams that I think they can beat, but still could be difficult is the Saints, the 49ers, and the Steelers. So like it's that's why I've got them as a four seed, because I think they have predict they might have the best tackle corner wide receiver quarterback in the league. You know, their secondary with Amos and Savage is, is looking good. Like everything looks good on paper and I think they're stacked and I think they're Super Bowl contenders as you'll find out. But like, as far as the seating goes, that's a ridiculously tough schedule. So I've got them at the four seed at the three seed. I have the Cowboys. Um, again, I still am not in love with the, uh, with their division. I think there's a lot of easy wins in there for them. I think that, you know, we're projecting a comeback player of the year type of, we saw the take the DAC MVP take that we all liked last year. The path is there. The weapons are there. 
Um, once Zach Martin comes back, which he should pretty quickly from COVID, um, you've got Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, Zach Martin, Amari Cooper, CD Lamb. Like it should just slice through some of these defenses like butter, in my opinion. Um, the defense, I don't know why I feel weirdly. I've, I've, maybe it's being a Packer fan. I've seen a lot of dynamic offenses with horrible defenses be really good regular season teams. Like it happens all the, all the time with the Packers. Yeah. So that's, and McCarthy's Packers even. So I'm kind of seeing the same thing here mm-hmm. um, with the Cowboys where they have a really, they're a really dangerous regular season team. They put up a lot of points with a good quarterback and weapons in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to make a run. I think they kind of get punched in the mouth and maybe they're an early exit, but in the regular season, I think their seating will be, I got them as the three seed. Um, at the two seed, I got the Seahawks. They were like, they could have been the one seed last year with a couple weeks left to go. Like maybe in the last week of the season, they would have needed a couple breaks, but they were like in the conversation for the one seed the whole year. And I know the defense looks sus, but in the first half of last season, their defense was like atrocious, like terrible, like historically terrible. And they were still like a really good, like team team record wise. And then the second half, their offense kind of collapsed and their defense looked better. So this year I'm kind of projecting a really good Seahawks team where it's kind of a marriage between the two. And I think they're going to be really dangerous um, where their defense maybe not is, is not quite as bad as it was in the first half of last year. It looks more like the second half and the offense isn't quite as bad. I'm kind of predicting the best of both worlds. The one, the one thing I would say about that, the difference, I believe their division is a lot tougher this year. I know I think so too. I think it's a lot tougher this year. I yeah. think so too. Um, so the, the, maybe they lose a couple in the division, but I don't know. I see a lot of, I see them being no. a re- really dangerous team. I Especially see a lot of wins like, on you want to talk, like early on, like they play Tennessee week two, Minnesota week three, 49ers week four. WWW. Like the, <laughs> I'm just, it's like, even if they I, I understand, win, I understand where you're games. coming from, but I, I don't know. I have them as the two seed. I'm really high on them. And then number one, I do have the Bucks. Um, getting Vita Vea back. Chris Godwin wasn't even healthy last year. Antonio Brown for the full season. Uh, it's you know, another Stupid. room to grow for a very young, they have one of the youngest secondaries in the league. So, I mean, they could even make a jump. You year to year. So like, even do. if yeah. they make a jump, then yeah, then it's like, okay, it's over for everyone else. But, yep. um, so I've got the bucks as the one seed and they do have a very easy schedule somehow because it's Tom yeah. Brady. They, they somehow managed to get literally, I tweeted this out, like as I was going through my predictions and like, I was like, isn't it? I think I disagreed like, with you, but I think I got, I think I schedule. looked at stats and I'm like, oh, they do have like the second easiest schedule. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the so unbelievably right easy. It's not that good. <laughs> Yeah, it's but. some Brady sold his soul to the same devil as Nick <laughs> Saban. Like it's, it's ridiculous how how many breaks they catch. But yeah, I mean it's insane. But my insane. my uh, four through one four seed I have Dallas. Um, you know I'm I'm always a believer in Dallas. I don't know why I've never <laughs> once been given a reason to believe in Dallas. I always get burned. Two thousand. Well, they they made the playoffs. I, there's not a ton of teams who've That's had more true. wins they, since they, Dak got. They had. A, they were the ones. Like, they, they've years been. Ago. They've been good with Dak, and when Dak's healthy, you know that offense is humming. Um, the question is their defense. Now I've heard that Micah Parsons looks really good. Yeah, he does. That that's that's what I've been told is that Micah looks. Jalen awesome. Smith is like their third string linebacker. <laughs> that sucks. I, I like Jalen Smith. He's um, fine. But my, if Micah Parsons is good for them, that'll be a really big improvement. Um, my three seed is Green Bay. Um, yep. I, 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 they're probably going to be about as good as they were last. Like I, there's not much to say about them. Their offense is obviously really, really good. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, you know, top two, top three quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, top two, top three receiver in the NFL. Yeah, you know, box stacked, yeah. loaded, yeah, loaded. Just, at, at, at literally every like major position, you can be like, yeah, that's probably a top two, top three player. Yeah, Aaron um, Jones. Yeah, loaded yeah. team. Yeah, and then at number two, this is the only thing that we're gonna have a little bit different. I have the Bucks at number two. Is there um, any reason for that? <laughs> the The expectation <laughs> for Tampa Bay is that they just come out and they're just off the walls good. They just you know beat the bricks off everybody, beat the brakes. I always say beat the bricks. It's beat the brakes, beat the brakes off everybody. And I just don't think that's the case. Repeating a Super Bowl is hard. I don't care how good you are. Repeating is unbelievably difficult. It's so, a little bit of how like, good you are. <laughs> they're really, they're it really. does matter, but like, I have them at 13 and 4, right? 
So like they're obviously going to be a good team. I think, I think they're the most. I don't know. I, I I get that it is hard to repeat, but typically, you know, okay, it's like also we, hard to Matt, be. Matt, one we, of were the best talking, teams. we were talking. We were talking earlier about how like they almost lost to Washington with like a never before seen Taylor Heineke at quarterback. I don't know if that was an almost lose situation. We, I we think were, they I were was in talking about how game. I was talking about how some of their playoff games were a little bit closer than maybe people want to make it out to be, and they're not unbeatable, but they're still the most talented team with you know the most experienced quarterback uh, with a very easy schedule. Yeah, I can't. No, I, I, I agree. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. And like, I don't know. There are just some games where I'm like, you know what? I don't think they're winning that one. Uh, but I, I do think they're still a very good team. Pro- they could make a push for the one seed. Um, but my one seed is uh, the Rams. I'm putting my faith in Stafford. Uh, to you know, Matt said he's going to totally change that offense. I agree to a larger extent. You know, Matt, you said that I take a take and I take it to the extreme. I'm going to do that again. Say they're going to um, go undefeated. No, they're, <laughs> they're going to go 14 and three. Um, they're 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 a very good team. Defense last year they were like the deepest secondary in football, and I know they lost pieces, but that means their secondary is still very good. Right, even though, even if they're not as deep, you know they're still one of the best defenses in the NFL. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey have been the most consistent at their position, playing at a high level for years. Um, I, I find it very hard to believe that they take a step back in any way, shape, or form. And Stafford and, and McVeigh have only, you know, hit it off to this point. So I find it really hard to believe that they don't hit the ground running and just take over. Fair enough. I can see. I mean, we all have the Rams in the playoffs. I have them as a wild card just because, I mean, I've said this before, but Stafford is 8-68 and 68 against teams with a winning record. And again, I'm not a big quarterback wins guy, but that Don't is care. such a bad record Don't that care. I'm like a little bit concerned. For yeah, the they, lost their, they lost <laughs> Staley, who's a fantastic defensive coordinator. They lost John Johnson, a fantastic safety. They lost a lot their depth corner um, to the Browns, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that they ran a lot of time and he was a big reason why they were able to do that. They lost cam makers. I, I have to see them more as a wild card type of team than a number one overall seed type of team, but okay. I do respect it. I do. They were my super bowl pick before, but I've cooled on them a little bit. Do we want to get into the, uh, into the playoffs now for uh, yeah. the yeah. NFC, side? And, and, and NFC wild card weekend, seven versus two, Matt, I would have the Packers versus the Washington football team and any team with that strong of a defense can put up a good fight. But I'm not going to pick against Aaron Rodgers in that one. I think he goes out and gets that game. Totally fair. Theo? Oh, uh, two versus seven seed is Seahawks 49ers. And I went through this on my TikTok. I, I think the Seahawks will win. Okay. Yeah, I figure we don't have to go too in-depth on each one. My seven versus two is Vikings and Bucks. And as much as I would love to pick against Tom Brady, um, I'm pretty sure the Bucks are going to win that game. <laughs> Six versus three. Matt, who you got? got rams vikings and i've got the rams taking that one again i just think they're the more talented team uh i've got cowboys versus rams there and the cowboys are the division winner and the rams are the wild card team but i think that the cowboys kind of get kicked in the mouth with a with a real opponent there mccarthy chokes in the playoffs as he tends to do so i've got the rams advancing i have green bay and arizona and this is going to be very... Oh, God. This is, <laughs> Packers, Packers versus Cardinals playoff games give me severe. Packers versus Cardinals. And I know Theo's like, oh, my God. Like, please, no. Um, but I'm going to pick Green Bay here as much as I want to pick Kyler. And it would, it would like, age really well with my MVP take and whatnot. But, you know, I think in a more... In, like, a re- realistic scenario, you know, there's obviously best-case scenario, worst-case scenario. This is, I, I like to pick kind of middle ground. And in that middle ground scenario, I don't think the Cardinals are good enough to beat the Packers. And uh, the Packers move on. So that leaves us with the five versus four. I've got Seahawks, Cowboys. That's, oh, yeah. I've got you Seahawks, go. Cowboys. <laughs> um, I'm going Seahawks. They're just more experienced. Um, yeah, I've got I, Packers, Vikings, and those are two teams that are loaded with talent at the at the top of the level. But uh, I think the Packers offensive line gives them an edge, and I'd have the Packers advancing there, and they'd be battle tested at this point. That's, 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 that's fair. I also have Seahawks, Cowboys, except I'm going to pick Dallas. Um, as much, you know, it, it's that's the one thing that's a little bit off kilter. It's like picking Dallas to beat Seattle, but I'm going to put my faith in Dak, and even though I again I have 
been burned by Dallas before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put my faith in Dak Prescott to uh to prevail with that offense. It's not totally unreasonable. I don't think it is. So that moves us to the divisional round. You just want to say both of our games instead of trying to do seed yeah. by seed because now it's going to yeah, be yeah because the, the seed will change now. All right, my two divisional round games are the Packers versus the Rams, and I think that's a very close one. But Matthew Stafford does not have the playoff experience that Aaron Rodgers does, um, and I, I think I think I just have a very slight edge to uh, Green Bay. I, I do kind of think that they're going all in this season. Uh, if you want to beat Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, you need a great receiver and you need a great offensive line. And the Packers have both those things. Um, so, so I think I, I think I would go with Green Bay and a close one there. I guess that's totally fair. Yeah, I mean, they've seen Stafford before. They've seen plenty of him. And yeah, they, they tend to have success against the Lions. And my other uh, game... I was going to do both mine at this. Yeah. 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 In my other game, I have Seahawks, Buccaneers. Um, and I, again, Buccaneers are the most talented team uh, with a week of rest. Give me a, give me Buccaneers in that one. I have got Bucks versus Rams, one seed versus six seed there. And I would go with the Bucks here. Um, again, I've outlined my problems with the Rams and my not so many problems with the Bucks. And then I would have the Packers versus the Seahawks. And Packers versus Seahawks is another matchup that gives me extreme PTSD and <laughs> makes me shake and scream and yell thinking about it and killed me in 2014 to the point where I don't feel anything when the Packers lose anymore. But I do have the Packers winning this game um again i think it's the packers and the bucks are the two juggernauts when i look at those rosters and i think you could make the serious case and a lot of packers fans don't want to hear it because they want to make the aaron Rodgers as the as the martyr who never has anything good happen to him but the packers i think had the best team in football last year when you like even better than the butt or like they're the only team with a roster that rivals the bucks when you look at how stacked they are like in every area kenny clark zadarius smith Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, you know, great running back, offensive line, top wide receiver, top corner, like everywhere. So I've got the Packers winning this one, and that's a juggernaut matchup once again in the NFC Championship game. Well, my playoff game, Steve, I'm about to give you more PTSD. First one, Packers, Bucks. And uh, there's so many Packers <laughs> matchups that just like they no one has the heartbreaking losses that the Packers do. And I live by that. The Packers the have dealt no with no one the has most. the heartbreaking losses in the playoffs. Yes. the no, no one. Maybe the Saints. The Saints might. The Saints might. But okay, man, yeah. there's so many teams where I'm just like, man, I remember that just crushing playoff loss. Except uh, this time the Packers win. The Packers beat the Bucks. Ray. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's unreasonable. You know, they could have won last year. You they know, could I think that's very reasonable. So I think this year they get it done. Aaron Rodgers and uh, you know Devontae Adams are kind of on their uh, revenge tour, their last dance, and they get it done. My other one is Cowboys-Rams. Rams have the bye. Dallas is feeling the high of winning a playoff game. They have momentum. And they get throttled. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford goes Bonk. out and just totally wipes the floor with them. Uh you know, Dak Prescott, you know, thinks he's going to have a great game. And then Aaron Donald says otherwise. Jalen Ramsey says otherwise. Um, and, and the Rams and Packers move on to the NFC Championship game. And speaking of NFC Championship game, Matt, how's your matchup looking? Packers, Bucks. And there's only so many NFC Championship games you can lose in a row. <laughs> I kind of just think Aaron Rodgers is due. Um I don't know. And I feel like no team feels more life or death than the Packers this year. Like this is it, 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 the window is done after this year. And I know all players are given hundred percent all the time in the NFC championship game, but I want to like, it would be boring if I picked the bucks again in the same NFC championship matchup. So I'm going, I'm going backers. What the hell? Let's go. And, I'm also, they're kind of, they're kind of built to do it too. No, it's they, not impossible. No, they are. They are stacked. They are absolutely loaded. And I'm going to say the same thing. And as a Packer fan, I think this is the last year where I can 
predict every year that I've been a fan of a football, I can pick the Packers to make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. And it's not a horrible take because they've been a Super Bowl caliber team for the last decade. This is probably the last year I'll be able to do it. So I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to say that they pull it off third time's a charm against these bucks. And, um, I, I, th- I think, yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. Okay. I think that it's the last dance and it's magic. I think, <laughs> it's I, think all, I think all of us picking this upset has doomed them to lose by 20. Oh yeah, no doubt. This is not good. Well, for us. uh, I have a little bit of a heartbreak for you, Theo and the Rams versus Rams versus Packers NFC championship game. Even though Aaron Rodgers thinks it's his last dance, it's going to end abruptly. And Matthew Stafford's going to put him in his place. Aaron Donald's going to put him in his place. Jalen Ramsey's going to put him in his place. Robert Woods is going to have a great game. Cooper Cup might even score like three touchdowns. Who knows? Um, and the Rams end up moving on to the Super Bowl. Okay. Because they're like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to the AFC, that took a lot longer than I thought it would. We might have to kind of hustle through the AFC section. Who are your seven, six, and five for the AFC? I'm giving all my, I'm giving all my seeds right now. Uh, at the seven seed, I've got Denver. I agree with Theo. The defense looks nice. They've got a nice roster overall. Um, but I also do think that their offense is a little limited, even though I like the weapons on there. The sixth seed, I have the Patriots. They won seven games last year with like literally everything possible going against them. Uh, and you could say a lot of teams had stuff go against them, but uh, they just they were put in a lot of a lot of rough positions. Hightower coming back. I think Mac Jones will look okay. Uh, I agree that the receivers aren't super strong, but the receivers are also not their best weapons. Um, and their offensive line is super, super good. That run game, they've got four really solid running backs. Um, so I, I think it'll end up working out for them there. Uh, at the five seed, I have Cleveland. I believe in them this year. Um, but I just, I have the Ravens over them still at the four seed. I have the Titans. Uh, that division is not that strong and their offensive weapons are just too good. Three seed. I've got the Ravens. Uh, I'm a big Lamar believer. Uh, if he can get his weapons healthy, I don't know what the Mark Andrews situation is. I don't know what the Bateman situation is, but if those guys can be healthy, I really like that offense. Uh, at the two seed, I have the chiefs. They're super, super talented. But uh, I, th- I think they miss out on the one seed. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes, but I think they miss out on the one seed by like a game because why not? At the one seed, I have the Bills. You guys know how much I believe in Buffalo. Um, I, I think, like like I, like I said, I think Josh Allen is my MVP pick. So I don't know. Maybe I have him at like 14 and three and the Chiefs at 13 and four. Yeah. Okay. You and me are, are very similar. At seven, I got the Dolphins instead of the Patriots. And I think the Dolphins are kind of like, First of all, with the Patriots, I just don't know. I don't know. I know that they got a lot better than they won seven games last year, but like, I think Mac Jones is going to be kind of Andy Dalton tier. I don't like the wide receivers. The tight ends are good, but it's like if Johnu Smith is your best weapon, like, or I guess you could maybe say Jacoby Myers, or like but Aguilar. Even still, like when you're in those conversations and it's like you're debating Johnu Smith, <laughs> Aguilar, or yeah or Myers, it's still like, man, I don't know. And I know the running game will be strong, but Stefan Gilmore's hurt. I'm not a huge JC Jackson guy. I don't think that he's going to be like, I'll have all these picks again. Like he did last year. Yeah, I think he, people are a little bit too high on him. Um, Judon's in the front seven and Barmore is a guy that I liked, but overall, I just don't see them as a play like on paper. I just don't see them as a playoff team. The dolphins, I think are kind of this year's bears with maybe a, a playoff team that sneaks in with uh, kind of a bad offensive line and quarterback. Um, like I don't love the dolphins, but I don't know when I was looking through this sketch that just how it ended up. And I think that's kind of like the bears and in the bills of years past when Josh Allen wasn't good yet, um, where a good defense and some decent weapons kind of, or not even the bills didn't even have decent weapons, but you know what I mean? I think that they're a kind of a sacrificial lamb at the seven seed. I think they'll get destroyed by whoever the two seed is, but I got the dolphins there instead. Um, I got the Broncos as the six seed and then the Browns as the, as the five seed. And I think those are two legit, very legit teams that could win a game. Um, the Browns got outscored in 2020. They literally like were had a negative point differential. So I think that that is, it kind of an overrated season for them last year. Um, but they did make a lot of additions this year. And I think by the time the playoffs roll around, all those new additions could be gelling. So I do anticipate them being Super Bowl contenders and dangerous. I just also really like the Ravens. Like I said, 
Titans too dangerous. The division isn't good enough for anyone to be above them. In my opinion, um, Ravens three bills two, And then I got the chiefs at number one. Respectable, respectable. You know, Theo, our, uh, our ranking started off very similar. I have the dolphins at seven. Um, kind of a similar reason as you, I don't think they're actually good enough to be a playoff team, but for the sake of like, someone has to be the seven seed. My first team out was actually the chargers. Um, and I, you know, I just think, you know, the dolphins might just be a little bit good, you know, just quite good enough to get in. Their weapons are still pretty good. Their defense is pretty solid. You know, it w it wouldn't be totally unreasonable. Denver's my sixth seed. Um, they just barely, you know, barely a little bit better than, I think that I have them a game better than the chargers and that's enough to get in. My five seed is Baltimore. I love Baltimore. I love Lamar, but I also hate Baltimore. Um, <laughs> uh, and I hate that they got Lamar, but uh, they're, they're still a very, very good team. Definitely a Super Bowl contender. My four seed is Tennessee. Um, they're going to win their division because their division isn't very good. Um, but they do have a very, very good offense. Ryan Tannehill is a very good quarterback. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, great receivers. And then obviously Derrick Henry is probably the best running back in football. You know what's funny? My three seed is the Buffalo I Bills. Hmm? I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. The Cowboys and the Titans are not all that different. You're right. I was, I was thinking the same thing. The Cowboys and Titans are very similar. Their defense, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Although the Titans, the Titans have it. It's not exactly the same, obviously. Like the Titans have Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> the Titans have Derrick Henry and the Cowboys have Ezekiel Elliott. Not quite I the same. I think Dak is is a is pretty clear of Tannehill. Um I, I, yeah, I, I think that, that for some too. I don't but know. I would also I would also say the Titans I I would say the Titans defense is pretty better, pretty much better than Dallas's. But Okay, well they're, they're may, similar may, maybe like I don't know. in every I, I aspect. <laughs> but yeah. No, no, I can, I I can understand the similarities. Um, and number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, maybe the most athletic quarterback in NFL history. You know, Stephon Diggs is obviously fantastic. I said maybe, Theo. Don't look at me like that. I said maybe. We'll let you get away. I like Josh Allen. Good take in my book, but he's like he's built like, like he's, he's built like Cam Newton. He can run dudes over. You know, he we've seen him like just like throw linebackers. I mean, he can throw it like a million yards. Like, come on. I can't. <laughs> like, it's, like it's that. not that unreasonable. Don't look at me like that. Um, but their offense is just, their offense is really, really good. Um, and their defense, I do like, I do like their defense a fair amount. You know, I think Jordan Poyer is one of the more underrated safeties in football. That dude can cover the field like a satellite. I've said that before. He's an absolute monster. My two seed, you already know, the Cleveland Browns, man. Uh, they're definitely a Super Bowl contender. I have them winning the North. It'll be close between them and the Ravens for sure. And I think, you know, the one thing that the Browns really have to do this year is be able to beat Baltimore. Yep. That, that is was, the one I thing we could not do is... last year. And, you know, we had that, that primetime game. And had we been able to beat that, I would have said, yep, we're here. This is our time now. I think that's going to be this year. I think we're going to get into a situation where we need to beat Baltimore and we actually do it. And that's going to be the thing that makes us a two seed. And actually, if, if we lose to Baltimore both times, that's then, yeah, I, I, I would say that we're probably not there. But if we can beat them, and I think we can, then we're definitely there. Then, of course, the one seed is the Chiefs. Um, I was going to make the Browns the one seed, but the Chiefs really, the Chiefs managed to get better. They really did. And they were already, in my mind, the best team in the AFC. So, you know, it, it's just really hard to imagine that they don't, you know, you know, uh, convert as the one seed again. So looking at our matchups, Matt. Browns, Titans. I think the Titans are a very scary game for the Browns, but I do like Cleveland just a little bit better in that one. Um, Ravens, Patriots. I'll take Ravens there. I think they're just more talented and Lamar is too versatile. Uh, Chiefs, Denver. Denver's got, again, those strong defensive teams are very prone to pull off upsets. I'm not going to pick against Kansas City, though. Um, if there's any, like, I, I don't know. I, Patrick Mahomes is good at avoiding that type of stuff. Divisional round, I got Chiefs-Ravens. I got to go Chiefs. I just think their offense can outpace the Ravens' offense. Um, and if they get up two, three scores, it, it gets difficult for Baltimore because they don't have the weapons to keep up like that. Uh, Bills-Browns, very scary game for Buffalo. 
they're going to get beat if they can't handle pass rush. But I think they've just got the edge anyway. I don't think their offensive line is that bad. Um, and I think they get it done there. And then that gets to uh, a Chief Bills AFC Championship game. And I'm taking the Bills. I'm high on the Bills. I just, they're, uh, I think they're a Super Bowl contending team. They were last year. They are this year. Uh, I think they got better. I like their defensive line. I think their run defense is going to be better. Uh, so I'll say the Bills get it in a close one. All right. I got Bills versus Dolphins. Bills. That's the two versus 17. Three versus six is Ravens Broncos. I got Ravens beating the Broncos. Four versus five. I've got Titans Browns. I think the Browns actually win that pretty easily. I think that they're so good in the trenches. It's so much better than Titans on both sides. I think the Titans get pushed around. Browns win that. In the second round, I got Chiefs versus Browns. Um, And the Browns made a lot of improvements, but I don't know. I've got the chiefs winning that. Like, I still think that they've got, you know, Mahomes missed a lot of the second half in the playoffs last year. I wouldn't project that to happen again. And I think the chiefs still win it. Then I got bills versus Ravens. And for the sake of not having the exact same <laughs> NFC championship and AFC championship is what happened last year. I'm going to take the Ravens to win that. <laughs> so that gives a chiefs versus Ravens playoff game to go to the super bowl. I think the chiefs win it gives a Packers versus chiefs super bowl. Um, for 2021 or 2022, I guess. All right. So I guess that leaves me seven versus two. I have Browns Dolphins. Browns win that pretty easily. Um, I can't imagine a scenario in which Baker Mayfield gets beat by Tua. So I'm going to assume that doesn't happen. So leading into my three six, I have the Bills and Broncos. And even though I think you know, Matt kind of put it, you know, the Broncos have a very, very good defense. They could make an upset. I don't think they're making an upset against the Bills. That Bills offense is way, way, way too good. And then four versus five, I have the Titans and the Ravens. Um, that rematch has kind of happened a lot. <laughs> and I think it happens again. And I think the Ravens win it. They won it last year. I think they get them again. I think the Ravens are better than the Titans are right now. And then moving into the divisional round, I have the Bills and Browns, um, and even though, you know, you guys might not think the Browns can beat the Bills, I do. I think the Browns absolutely can beat the Bills. I think the Browns are more versatile than the Bills. The Browns can do more things. And as much as I think the Bills' offense with Josh Allen is, you know, incredibly high-powered, I think if the Browns can control the but game What can bit, the Browns do that the Bills can't? Run the ball. I, th- I would say that the Bills are, you know, they've got a mobile quarterback, and that's pretty much the pinnacle of being versatile. I, I, the I, ball and Miles Garrett, those are the two things that the Browns have. That Miles Garrett. Now, I like Gregory Rousseau. You've put me on Gregory Rousseau, Theo, but he's not Miles Garrett. <laughs> he is not Miles, at least not yet. At least not yet. And then in the other game, I have the Chiefs and Ravens. And as much I would love, as much as I would love to see a Browns Ravens AFC Championship game. Um, I think the Browns and Ravens are going to get their quote-unquote playoff game in the regular season. And um, I think the Chiefs are also just good enough to beat the Ravens. Um, And I think they do. So then we have a Chiefs-Browns AFC Championship game, which is the rematch that we all want, right? That's the rematch we all want. The Browns face the Chiefs in the regular season week one. I have the Browns losing that game. But I think in the AFC Championship game, you know, Theo, you said that every year you've been able to pick the Packers to be a Super Bowl team because it's, an, it's a reasonable pick. They've been a Super Bowl caliber team. This is the only year in my entire life I've been able to pick the Browns to be a Super Bowl team. I'm going to pick the Browns to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's your pinned tweet on Twitter that they're going to win the Super Bowl, so I'd hope yeah, so. Not sure. <laughs> so that brings us to our Super Bowl game. Matt? I got Bill's Packers. And I think the big thing for Buffalo is avoiding a team that is just going to like, if they play the Buccaneers, don't love it. Front seven too good. <laughs> for those of you who can't see, for the Theo has like a finger gun up to the camera pointed at Matt right now. <laughs> I'm going to go with Buffalo. I, I just, I, I don't know. Smith, Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary disrespecting <laughs> They're very good. I mean, even looking at it now, I do think Buffalo's big problem of avoiding amazing pass rush might come back to bite them. Um, but they're just a team I believe in. Maybe they're not the favorites to win the Super Bowl, but I'll pick them because uh, I think their odds are a little bit better than 
than the average person. So I'll go with Buffalo. I really think Josh Allen's that amazing. Um, I think, I think the, and I know this is going to sound like a Homer take. I think that this bills team is what the 2015 Panthers were just done better just with an elite receiver. Yeah. And, and a little bit more complete offensive line. Fair enough. My would be Packers chiefs. And I am the least biased person of the three of us. I never talk about the Packers. I never say anything good about them. Um, and I am going to change that right now. I'm going to say the Packers win. Screw it. It's the last dance. It's meant to be. It's fate. I'm a Leo. Things work out for me. The Packers will do it. <laughs> he said, I'm a Leo. It's, it's written Things in the stars. <laughs> did you, uh, did you feel that way? Uh, 2014 NFC championship game that being a Leo made things work out for you. Then? No, the Leo, th- the Leo bit is a new thing. Um, oh, it's a, it's so it only, it really only counts once you recognize it. And now that you've recognized it, yeah. there's no way that the Packers don't win the Super Bowl. Theo the Leo. <laughs> Theodore <Yes>. the Leodore. <laughs> In my Super Bowl prediction, I have the Browns and Rams. Mm. And uh, like Theo said, it's my pinned tweet. The Browns will win the Super Bowl. It's written in the stars. I wrote so, it in so, the stars. So here's, the, here's our Super Bowl picks. Bladen, <laughs> his team. Theo, <laughs> his team. And then me, I can't reasonably pick my team. So whichever team is the most like my is the most. <laughs> now, okay, listen, listen, listen. It's all they're reasonable. Not, though. They're None not of these are crazy picks. takes. None of I them mean, are okay, crazy. Do you want all of us know that the Bucks are the favorites and we could be really boring and all pick the Bucks, but um, I don't know. If the Browns it, were playing the Bucks, I might still here. I don't know if the Browns have any glaring holes on their team. Other than Me, maybe like interior, in, I seriously think the Packers beat the Bucks. Though, like again, if I thought the no, Packers I, I weren't, you guys weren't the here, like I said, I do not pick the Packers very often, and I don't talk about the Packers very often. But I seriously do feel like they're loaded, and like yes, I know, I know it's a bad look for us right now. But it's this is not our, it's not it, our it finest is, moment. These are no, all it valid. will be my finest moment. These the are Browns are winning okay. the Super Bowl. Well, Bladen, we already knew. It's it's the two of us who are being disappointing, Matt. We're, you know, I, I think we're picking very reasonable teams. Um, I, I think that there's very reasonable arguments for all those guys. And it's the NFL. Everyone understands that a lot of these games are going to come down to a couple plays that are happening six months from now. We don't know like who's going to be healthy and stuff. So I like all of our picks. I the think only thing all... I know for sure is that the Browns will win the Super Bowl. Okay. I wrote it in the stars. It's going to happen. But... That wraps things up for us, as always. Tons and tons of content coming your way on all platforms. We'll be back Friday to give you predictions and our thoughts on week one of the NFL season. Don't miss out on all the great content that is coming your way on all platforms. And as always, from the greatest sports podcast in the world, Corn Boy, Lemon Boy, and Dunk Boy, we haven't figured out a a food name for you yet. Are we going to... Because someone someone, made a... Someone made a... Something if there was going to be one, it would have to be strawberries because I work berry, at the strawberry boy. farm. Um, From that's probably where my boy, is. Lemon boy and berry boy. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.